Hello and welcome to the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast, a high vibe space where we talk about all things spirituality, manifestation, raising our vibrations and walking away from the manifestation block that is alcohol. Whether you're newly sober, sober curious or you've been sober for a long time, this is the place for you if you want to learn more about spirituality, manifestation and how letting go of alcohol can make you so much more powerful at manifesting. It's time to stop drinking, start living, raise our vibrations and step into our manifestation power. Let's get started. And welcome to, I think it's episode six now of the Alcohol Free Vibes podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I just wanted to start off with some news updates before we get going with my interview for today. Um, so those of you that missed the three-day January Kickstarter training uh, that I held this year, you are now able to buy that training and run through it asynchronously. Um, so if you want to buy that, uh, the cost for that training is £40. Please just send me a DM or an email and we can sort that out for you. That comes with meditation audios and workbooks as well. Um, or alternatively, I'm now also launching a March Sober Challenge. And in this Sober Challenge, you will get the January Kickstarter training um, with the meditation audios and the workbooks, of course. Um, but as well as that, you will also be getting Gentle Nutrition and Early Sobriety ebook written by me, a one to one um, coaching session with me, which is an hour long, um, a, a group coaching session with everyone else on the challenge, and of course, a Facebook group so you can keep your keep connecting with those people. Now, the investment for this is only £70. Um, however, if you sign up for this before the 15th of February, then you can get this for the price of £65. So if you want to jump on and grab this deal, then do send me a DM or an email in the next few days. Or you can click the link in my bio on Instagram where it's really quick and easy to sign up. That When you click the Linktree link in my bio, the, the very top of the list of things on there is says sign up here for Manifest in March Sober Challenge. So I would love to have you on board. It's so amazing how being a part of a group can just keep you so much more accountable when you're making new changes in your life. So get on board. In today's interview, I am going to be interviewing the wonderful Janie Lee Grace. Now, she is the founder of the Sober Club uh, and she's been a, a mentor, um, a coach and, and an inspiration for me for just over a year now. Um, I am a member of the Sober Club. I am now an accredited Sober Club coach and she's just been, you know, such an influence um, to me on my sober journey. She really is fantastic. She helps so many people. She's an author. Um, she runs retreats. She runs courses. She is fab. So without further ado, let's crack on and meet the lovely Janie Lee Grace. <laughs> And 
welcome to the wonderful Janie Lee Grace, an inspiration to me. She's the founder of The Sober Club, an amazing podcaster herself and an author and just a general sober hero. How are you today, Janie? I'm great. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's so lovely to see you. Well done. You're getting your podcast out. It's very exciting, as I know. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Well, you've been a, a great sober hero for me and a great inspiration in, in everything that I do. And obviously you've trained me to be um, a Sober Club coach. So, um, yeah, you're one of my heroes. Oh, bless <laughs> you. We all, we all need some sober heroes and there are so many of them now. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's so good. Right. To start off today, I'm going to ask you in, on the note of inspiration, mm. what are your top five favourite things about being sober? Oh, my goodness. You should have prepped me because I've got <laughs> about a million and five. Um, <laughs> top five inspirational things about being sober. Um, OK, so. Um, I think I think it's it's it to sum it all up, really, if I had to choose one, actually, it's almost easier than choosing five. It's having a sense of joy um, mm. that I I had no idea what that word meant. And I didn't even know it was possible until I felt it. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, find, I find this so fascinating because it's almost like you can't sort of you can't preempt this for people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I was I always had a um, low level anxiety. I wasn't necessarily a person who would be labelled anxious, but I now know, looking back, that I was yeah. almost all of the time. Um, I also didn't have any kind of sense of joy. I didn't really know what that word meant. It, for me, if you'd have said joy, I thought would think you'd mean in church, going to church, or being a small child. I didn't have a sense of it. Um, and then once I ditched the booze, I I came across this feeling that I, I literally hadn't encountered before or not since I was a kid. So um, so being able to experience joy. Um, and of course, that can be in small things <laughs> um, is is, I think, um, just an absolute inspiration. And, and only, in my opinion, through sobriety, can you sense that because mm. um, I think booze, you know, kind of dulls it. Um, another thing would be um, incredible clarity of yeah. uh, clarity of of well of everything actually, but certainly clarity of of what it is you want and how you might go after it. Clarity on you know your relationships it, that helps you set boundaries. So the clarity is 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 a real inspiration to find that coming upon you. Um, I think another thing is. Uh, self-love um and um self-acceptance again I had no sense of that at all despite knowing everything there is to know about it being queen of hey house and god knows what you know <laughs> I was there telling everyone else how super important it is to to love yourself but of course I didn't think it applied to me um, and again that's something that you're able to get on the path once you ditch the booze um kindness um is another one I'm losing track but how many I've got but but mm -hmm. kindness I think is a really interesting one you become definitely become um more kind to yourself that's part of the self-love and the self-acceptance but also you become more open-hearted yeah. um and I've seen this time and time again you know and you 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 can sense it in yourself you're uh, I mean, I, I think I probably would have always said I was a kind person, actually, you know, and I've, I've always been very aware of David Hamilton's work and why kindness is good for you. And it's something that I've been talking about for years and years. But I, I don't think it came as easily to me as it does now that I'm sober, because I think I'm just much more compassionate and much more able to um, 
see other people's perspectives. Uh, is that four or five? I think it's four. Uh, is it four? Okay. Um, and then and then the fifth one would be um, what are we asking? Inspirational things about being sober. Well, the, the favorite, um, your favorite things. Your favorite things. Yeah. Okay. So um, just being in in optimum health um, and and not being afraid of getting older. That for me was a big one. You know, um, I was really afraid of getting old, really afraid and, and really not looking forward to any part of it. I could only see it all as absolute, you know, for everything going south and not in a good direction and not how I wanted to be. Um, and, uh, you know, I could just see myself getting ill and my hair getting grayer and everything just getting more bloaty and just everything felt negative about getting older yeah um and now i feel completely different it's the best anti-aging secret ever and and now i feel optimism and and feel able to focus on my optimum health and well-being you know whatever that is for me i'm able to focus on it whereas before i felt as if it was out of my hands yeah that's a very long answer that's a wonderful answer though and (laughs) every single thing that you have just described is really describing how when you let go of alcohol you you raise your vibrations and you move away from the energy of fear and into the energy of love yeah I mean I think it's I I love uh, you know this angle that you're taking with the work that you're doing because you're absolutely right fear is such a low vibration we've had a lot of it in the UK well all around the world for the last few years Um, fear and shame and guilt all of those um, emotions are so linked to drinking too much everyone who drinks more than they want to has this sense of fear has this sense of guilt and shame all these really low vibrational emotions that can keep us stuck and you're right when you can ditch that you can you absolutely can raise your vibration even if you're having a crap day it's still possible to 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 feel you can you can rise above it literally fantastic and one of the one of the many awesome things that you have accomplished since going sober is you have created an amazing community in the sober club for sober people and people on a sober curious journey and why is it that you feel that community is so important when you decide to ditch the booze Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I learned this the hard way. And so I don't recommend doing it the way I did it. Now I'm kind of glad I did it that way because it helps me have an insight into how it works for everyone, as it were. But yeah. at the time, it was definitely not the best choice because what I did was uh, I knew that I had to stop. Um, yeah. And then I and, and I and I quit. and It was quite tough for me. And I now realize that it was tough for a bunch of reasons. One, I hadn't got my act together in terms of my brain chemistry and all of that stuff, but mostly because I had no support at all. None at all. I hadn't told anyone. Well, one person. (laughs) Um, So and that was because I felt shame. I felt shame and guilt. Bizarrely, I felt much more than when I was drinking because it all became very real and I had to actually look at it. Um, and I hated it. I hated everything about what I had been. And I hadn't yet stepped into my sober identity, as it were. And I had no support at all. No one I could share it with, really. Um, when I started to get a glimpse of other of, of a sober community, when I started to realize that there were other people out there who were exactly the same as me, not not going to an AA meeting because I, that didn't resonate with me at all. I was never at rock bottom. I was always functioning. So going to that kind of meeting would not have worked for me at all. Mm. I wanted to go where people were 
focusing on the good stuff, focusing on being being well and happy and, and, and all the positive aspects of sobriety. So when I encountered a community, you know, communities and other people, it was like, wow, this is just, this is amazing. This is incredible. There are people just like me. I remember going to a club soda meetup um, at, a, at a pub not too far from where I lived. And I'd kind of booked onto this lunch. And I remember walking around the car park for about 20 minutes, feeling like I was a new kid at school. I was so nervous, so nervous. I don't know what I was scared of, but I had no idea that people would be normal, <laughs> you know, whatever yeah. that means. Uh, I was just really scared. And of course, it was ridiculous. They were just absolutely lovely. And it changed everything. The second I realized that we there were people like me who had, we might not have anything in common at all, but you know, this one thing that we have in common, this desire to stop drinking and to be our best selves, it kind of overtakes everything. So when I realized that, um, I figured, you know, um, I, I should try and set this community up. It happened for me after I'd done my TEDx talk. When I did my TEDx talk in um, July 2019, um, I had completely forgotten that there was going to be an audience in the room. <laughs> I'd, I'd remember, I knew there was cameras and I'd kind of done all my prep for the cameras. And I'd completely forgotten. And when I walked in that day and there were sort of 250 people in the auditorium, I had a real panic and I felt really nervous because suddenly... I was talking to people who were right in front of me and yeah. I was going to have to chat to them in the break. So it was a very interesting experience. Um, anyways, you know, it went really well. And then in the break, several people came up to me and said, um, because of course, obviously the TED talks are about a whole range of topics. Um, yeah. And several people came up to me and said, oh my God, now I know why I came to this event today. I, I was just dragged along by a mate and you spoke exactly to me and I've never known how to express it or what to do with it. Uh, I don't know anybody else. Uh, and it was then I started to think, well, we have to create something for people who, you know, want to want to focus on this. But also, and this is the important bit for me, not just the stopping drinking piece, but also the what's next. Yeah. You know, for me, it was by by then I was, um, you know, whatever it was, a year and a bit sober, but I still wanted a community. I yeah. still wanted cheerleaders. I wanted people to tell me, well done, you, you're two years sober. My God, amazing. Mm. Um, and that's really why I wanted to create uh, a community where we focus on making that decision to ditch the booze, if that's where you're at. Um, but also if you're five years sober, it doesn't matter because you know what, there's going to be a few other layers that you can unwrap. Um, so anyway, to answer your question, yes, I think having some kind of community of people who've really been through very similar experiences, it's yeah. absolutely critical. That's how we keep the, the fire burning. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, as humans, we are all tribal by nature yeah. and we need a tribe. And, you know, is it neuro linguistic programming levels of change? Yeah, neurological that. levels of change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our environment is is yeah, that's exactly it. In that in that kind of NLP um, neurological levels of change kind of uh, system, as it were, we look at the fact that we can change our own behaviours, uh, and it's very important to do that. So when you stop drinking, it's obviously you need to change your behaviors and you need to make sure that you do your preparation and all the other stages that you need to go through but if the environment that you're in is not supportive of that um you know if everyone around you is 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 drinking or expecting you to drink sober shaming you um if you if you don't feel that you fit 
in any of your environments, as it were, it's really tough. It's almost and impossible. I think as well, when you're a member of a tribe, even if there are areas of your life where people are drinking and you don't fit in, if you feel like you're a part of something and your exactly. identity is grounded in that tribe, then then that's then you're okay it's having yeah, that's that exactly identity, it. Isn't yeah it? Ex- exactly it's being able to kind of you know you, you go to your whatever boozy work event that you have to go to or or go have christmas or whatever it is or parties with your family who all drink and they're all you know making jokes about you and then just being able to breathe and write a message on the sober club and just go you know just swear a lot and just say, <laughs> i'm exhausted and somebody will say you know what you're a rock star you know, well done you or, or whatever. And, and similarly, when people are having a wobble, um, you know, we've had people who've been kind of about to get on a plane, an aeroplane, you know, they've been sober for 18 months and they're about to get on an aeroplane, which, of course, I mean, you know, all time goes to the wall, doesn't it? It doesn't matter if yeah. it's 7 a.m. if you're getting on a plane. And the associations are so strong in that airport. Like, yeah. oh, my God, where has this come from? And yeah. to be able to kind of tune in with a bunch of people who say I know exactly how you're feeling but you know you've got this go and have a whatever it is <laughs> with a slice of lime and you'll be just fine yeah airports I think are very triggering places are weird ones yeah <laughs> uh, right at the beginning when you were describing all of your favorite things about being sober um you were really describing sobriety with an abundance mindset and mm-hmm. I really believe in this and actually the, the whole of the sober club I think as a member and as a coach um that it's completely completely based on an abundance mindset it's about the wonderful things that we welcome in in sobriety when you first stopped drinking do you think you had that abundance mindset from the start or is that something that came later well I think you know I'm a slightly unusual one because I you know as many of you know I've been writing books on on um, sort of holistic living and spirituality really for years yeah um, I was stepping around the big elephant in the room that was booze <laughs> of course um, so that was the the missing piece but obviously I'm very very grounded in 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 all of this stuff in in, in everything to do with um, abundance and manifestation and spirituality it's yeah. just that I hadn't quite slotted it into place for me <laughs> so so once I had it, you know obviously I was able to to uh to remember all of that stuff that I'd that I'd known about and slot it into place um having said that though it is interesting because when I first stopped drinking I literally forgot everything I knew I mean everything yeah. I ate really badly I was just utterly depressed and fed up that I wasn't losing weight instantly and sleeping well from the off I was pissed off with everybody very chaotic emotional absolute roller coaster um so I did manage to completely forget everything I know um but again in a way I'm glad because it's now helped me realize now I can help other people to show them exactly what they do need to do which is accept that you might have a shit day that's the way it is accept that but welcome that feeling accept it acknowledge it and focus on what you're going to be gaining because that's the key focus only on what you're going to be gaining and that is the abundance you may not have the perfect sleep today but you know what it'll come you know you may not be at your perfect weight today but that will come or if it doesn't at least in time you'll have the resilience to be able to deal with it and also you'll like yourself more so yeah I really do think the um the abundance mindset that kind of positive approach is 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 the key it's what sets it apart really and of course in the sober club we you know, it's just so much. It's about so much more than not drinking. You know, not not drinking underpins it, but it's about yeah. living your best life, really, whatever that is going to mean for you. Yeah, and the one of one of the 
things I love about the Sober Club is there's so many sort of moving parts to it. So the, the Facebook group is just so warm and supportive and wonderful. Uh, but there's also loads of other things that go on. So would you like to just explain what, what other things happen in the Sober Club? Yeah, so it, it's it's essentially a, a, a member portal, a, a website. You know, we have some blogs and various things that anyone can have a look at on the website. And then if you join as a member for a small monthly fee, then there's access to a huge portal of content, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I'm really lucky that I get access to some amazing people who will give me their time. And um, and I'm really fortunate in that. So I've, I've really kind of called in some favours over the last couple of years. And I've got fabulous content in there. So we've got a whole section that we call Mindset Buzz. Um, Well, actually, probably first of all, I should say we've got an online course as part of it called Get the Buzz Without the Booze. And that spans over three months. And that's really everything, everything you need to know um, in terms of um, mindset, nutrition, pretty much everything, how the brain works. Uh, so we've got the we've got the online course, and then in addition, there's this the member portal that has a section called Mindset Buzz, for example. So in there, you'll find everything from um, uh, exclusive interviews with Dr. David Hamilton on uh, you know how you can change your thoughts, um, sessions on cravings from William Porter, three videos from William on how you deal with cravings. Um, uh, a shaman, uh, Yakov Darling Khan, doing a fabulous movement medicine session for us, which is brilliant when you're feeling anxious. Just just put that on for 15 minutes. Um, several meditations, audio hypnosis things, you know. Um, I mean, everything really. There's a whole session on breathing. And these are all exclusive to the Sober Club. So this is all, um, these are just for members, these, these, this content. And then there's a whole section called Nutrition and Fitness. And again, there's uh, some amazing experts on... Um, obviously the best foods to eat. Dale Pinnock, the medicinal chef, shares with us um, the best foods for recovery. And then there's uh, how to avoid sugar or at least how to switch your alternatives because, of course, a lot of people find the sugar monster comes in um, and just about everything else. So, you know, that, that's just two sections, but there's 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 lots more. There's masses of recipes and just loads of stuff to dig into. Um, and then, of course, we have um, regular meetups on Zoom. Um, and, and that's really magical because for some people, when they join us on a Zoom call, they've never actually seen any faces of anybody else who was sober before. Um, it's really interesting. You know, I have people sort of email me and say, oh, I'm going to leave my camera off because I'm really nervous. And they're exactly how I was outside yeah. that pub. Um, but then when they realize that people are non-judgmental and friendly and are going through the same things, um, it's, it's, it's amazing. And so we have lots of different coaching sessions and different experts come in and we also have just kind of socials where we um where people can just share with each other what's what's going on yeah, yeah I think I've explained it yeah and then of course yeah. I do a few retreats and things so it's lovely to meet up in person with the people that we can I, I wish I could be everywhere but um yeah at some point we'll, we'll have more going on nationwide that would be nice yeah, I mean, I've personally found it really wonderful to be involved on the online meetups, but then to come to your retreat and meet people mm-hmm. in person. And then, you know, when I was training with you as a sober coach to, to see some of those people again and yeah. you, know, you really feel like you're a part of something really quite special. Yeah, you really yeah. do make kind of lifelong friendships in this. In Well, in the Sober Club, there really have been yeah. some lifelong friendships. And it's really interesting to watch because some of them are not people who would necessarily have necessarily have been friends in in any other in any other life and I think that's what's magical about the sober club is that 
although we can be very, very different people, because we've been through this massive life change, it's, it's so massive, the whole sobriety thing. Mm. It's really difficult to explain to someone who, does, who hasn't quite got it yet just how massive and life-changing it is. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, it's no big deal. You're just not doing something, right? That's yeah. all it is. You're just not doing something. And yet it's huge. It's the most important thing you will ever do for your health and well-being. Yeah. And when you've been through that, um, it, it's, it's amazing how we all want to cheerlead each other about anything we're doing. You know, yeah. so there might be someone who's been sober for three years and then they decide, you know, that they're going to uh, start a charity or start their own business. And everybody in the sober club is like, wow, go you. <laughs> and we, there is a real genuine feeling of support for people who have achieved their own dreams. And I don't know if you get that in other places. In fact, I think if anything, with other, certainly in my experience, with with your regular groups of friends, there's almost a kind of a, oh, she did that before I did. Or there's a kind, mm. there's always a kind of a thing in, in friendship groups and, and, and other groups. Whereas there really is this sense of absolute support for other people who have managed to achieve something that's important to them. Because we've I all agree, been through yeah. this thing that's been the biggest bloody obstacle ever. I agree. And and actually, from a spiritual perspective, you know, when you get to a certain level in your spirituality and your healing, the next step is to give back to other people, isn't it? Exactly. exactly. Is, that, is that kind of where your idea for um, training people to be sober coaches kind of on in your tribe? Is that where that mm. kind of came from? Yeah, I mean, I think that I, that's a really interesting one. And, and, you know, we're talking about abundance and manifesting and all of that. Yeah. And I think sometimes things when things are right they just literally kind of happen yeah. um and that was how it worked out for me with the coaching I had um I, I think what happened for me was I had sent somebody some information about uh coaching uh about becoming a a, a sober coach mm. um uh and and I'd sent her the, this woman this information and just said oh well you know it, here's how I trained and 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 have a look at this and then she wrote back and said oh thanks for this but I, I was mistaken I thought that you were offering the coach yeah. training and I said oh no not at this point and uh, and then and the little seed was sown <laughs> you know it was just the little seed was sown and then I did a, a course um, that I put together around self-care yeah. And and I put that course out to a bunch of, of people that I was working with. And as I was teaching that, I suddenly realized, oh, hold on a minute. These these areas are all so connected. Why am I keeping this separate? Yeah. And then I did a course or some one to one work. I forget now um, with my other hat on my media training hat on uh, my kind of uh, PR and media skills. And so I was working with a group of coaches who wanted to promote their business and wanted to attract the right clients. So as I was doing that work, I'm thinking to myself, hold on, this is interesting. <laughs> These things all are all fitting into place. So it just made, it made sense. And so I put, just put a feeler out in the sober club initially and just said, look, if there's anyone who is already a coach or a practitioner or a therapist, or really wants to think about training, whether it's for their personal development or for something they want to do in the future, then um, just whiz me back an email. And I, I was amazed, absolutely amazed. It was a couple of people just kind of wrote back and said, divine timing, that's it, I'll, I'm happy, I'll do it. 
Um, and it was it just felt like it was meant to be well look at you you weren't yes. even on the course and then you were <laughs> I feel like this the same um, it was so meant to be for me to be in that um, on that course and it was just wonderful I loved every second of it but interestingly I'd seen the original email um, post and then I'd missed the next one and I when I was on one of your retreats somebody mentioned it to me and I was like oh my goodness how have I missed this yeah and there was full places. at the time yeah, yeah that's right I was like no and then I suppose opened up and I remember you saying to me at the time like Annika this is meant to be (laughs) (laughs) well yeah and that's how it it, isn't it interesting though when things are right they just flow there's no there's you know and and god it's taken me a long time to learn that lesson I have had years and years of agonizing over filling up places for something and agonizing over will enough people come and because it's a very personal thing when you're trying to sell an event or so you know and you start to get into this mode of oh it's all about me and they don't like me so they won't buy a ticket (laughs) it's all of that I've had years of that that oh I'm not quite enough so they won't come to my thing um and and finally after all these years I am able to actually just hand it over and I now know that if if it's if it's the right time if it's the right energy the right people will come and and it will flow and law of attraction the law of attraction and it's been such a massive lesson for me a massive lesson which doesn't necessarily mean either that every event you do will be full I mean that's important to note that as well but the right people will come you know I, I do my little events um as well um called sober by the sea and we only have um six people and we do create a vision board and, and it's a really lovely kind of afternoon. And my, my daughter helps me out and does the you know snacks and teas and coffees and everything. And after the first, I think she did two with me. And after the second one, she said to me, wow, you are, you are so lucky. How do you get it so that these people are just all of them so lovely because I mean it would be very tricky in a in an intimate kind of setting if they weren't Mm. you know and she said how do you do that you are so lucky I said no it is not luck it's no way is that luck yeah absolutely I absolutely manifest the right energy and and yeah yeah, and that's that's what you get I completely agree and when we go on a sober journey because we raise our vibrations in this way and because we we come back to our own self-love um, we do manifest more and more wonderful people, more and more wonderful experiences. It really is an adventure, isn't it? Yeah, um, it really is. Life becomes life becomes exciting because you start yeah. to notice the small stuff. You start to notice more of bringing in the energy you want into your life. Yeah, yeah it, it really is wonderful. But just before we finish up, Janie, you are an author. You've got lots of amazing books out, but you've got one book that came out quite yes happy healthy sober is there yes um yes I'm super proud of happy healthy sober it came out in lockdown so it's a terrible time to bring Mm. a book out um but nevertheless um I'm very proud of it happy healthy sober ditch the booze and take control of your life um and I'm very proud of it because it's not just me in there I have got again I've been very lucky to get some amazing contributors. I really mean the book is I I very often pick it up and read a chapter, reread a chapter that I'd forgotten about because I didn't even write it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are so many um, aspects of that of that book. It really is about holistic living. So you've got the whole first part about ditching the booze. So if you're new to that, you've got all of the absolutely all of the elements and the ins and outs of of mindset and, and and all the rest of it. But then the second part of the book is um 
as I say, it's just lots and lots and lots of contributions around nutrition. We've got Dr. Gemma Newman does a whole section for us around, there's a piece on meditation, a piece on mindset. There's a couple of doctors have written pieces. There's a section on the menopause. There's lots on spirituality. So on and on and on. So uh, so there's an awful lot in there. Um, and it's now out as an audio book as well. I, and I it is my voice doing it. Man, that was hard work. It's a great guidebook. <laughs> Reading your own book. Oh, oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> Every time a bird flies by, I have to re-record. Oh, no. Oh, well, thank you so much, Shaney. Um, Anyone listening, I'm sure there are plenty of people listening who are desperate now to find you on social media and get in touch with all the amazing work that you do. So how can people find you now? Yeah, it's very easy. Just at Janie Lee Grace or go to thesoberclub.com and uh, click on membership or click on events if you want to come on one of our events or if you're interested in becoming a coach uh, click on become a coach wonderful thank you so much Janie thank you I really appreciate it it's lovely to see the magic you are creating oh thank you have a wonderful day thank you so much for joining me today if you've enjoyed this episode then I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review And in fact, if you leave me a five-star review and give me a social media shout-out and tag me, then you are in for a good chance of winning a free one-to-one coaching session with me. So I give out five free one-to-one coaching sessions a month. And if you follow those instructions, then you are in for a good chance of winning one for yourself. Alternatively, if you would like to download my free 30-day Sober Curious Reset Guide, then please head on over to my website at www.coachingbyannika.co.uk. Or if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, my handle is at coachingbyannika. Annika is spelled A-N-N-E-K-A. Alternatively, you might just want to go right ahead and book a free discovery call with me, which you can also do on my website. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to have you tune in to this high vibe space this time next week. Keep manifesting.